0: Yeah. okay hello everybody and welcome to episode seven i guess of the chungus cast um i'm just going to lay this out here you probably already heard the warning in the in the pre-roll but yeah this is gonna be a very explicit episode um if uh sexuality at all bothers you in any way or hearing about other people's sexuality you should probably skip this episode um but hopefully you will listen because i think it'll be great with that being said uh let's introduce our guests we have andrew alex and drew um joining us again i think this was the team for one of the one of the uh january sixth episodes um i'm not sure maybe alex wasn't involved i don't know no that's alex... right
1: i remember all of us talking about our reactions to uh,
0: yeah uh, to yes. so it's good to have the the group back together again one year later almost or a little more and uh you know the, the the country is now controlled by the proud boys so happy let's all say the proud boy oath before we start uh as we're required to do by law we as men promise to not give different. up our sexuality it's different stuff and be what? um <laughs> we promise to, to not to not uh, give in to the woke mob we promise to not, uh, let, um...
2: To never use gendered pronouns in our email bios.
0: We, okay, we...
1: can we just not do this bit?
0: <laughs> Why? You don't like it?
1: No, it's it's really dumb.
0: It's, uh, it's not as dumb as the thing you went to this weekend. Why don't you tell everybody about that? Ooh. <laughs> can we restart this conversation? <laughs> Alex... Alex is mad. Alex, come on, man! This is your show. This is your magnum opus.
1: That's right. This is my show. All right, everybody. This is Alex here. I'm going to be the host of this episode. It's the Chungus Cast Takeover. Alex Cast. Welcome.
0: It's actually going to be called um, the Alex Con, I think. Unless we have a better name.
1: Yeah, I'm pulling off the biggest con con of my generation. I'm going to steal you out of an episode.
0: Yeah. Okay. But but tell but you oh, know. It a
1: con like convention. That actually yes. makes more sense.
0: Yeah. But tell people what happened this weekend
1: so I it's been w-
0: a, it's been about a month since uh, sorry 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 it's been about a month since uh our last our last episode teasing this episode
1: right yeah so we talked about this on the what was the episode called was it sasquatch at the sex convention
0: yeah exactly. okay
1: yeah that makes total sense so um this was and it wasn't actually a sex convention that it, it was sort of like a misnomer that is kind of what appealed to me about this convention is just the, the sex appeal of it, um, but it, it's sort of more of a BDSM convention um, where I, I didn't fully understand this until going, um, but there, there's a difference between between sort of, shoot, like sex and kinks, um, and I think that was probably my biggest takeaway from the whole weekend at this not quite sex convention, more BDSM convention. Um, is that you, you can participate in these kinks, BDSM, um, and, and not get any like direct sexual pleasure from it. And, and the best way I can explain this is to explain how I understood it my whole life up until this point, like incorrectly understood it, where sort of BDSM acts where you know, you, you're flogging somebody, you're getting flogged, um, nipple clamps, stuff like that is a form of foreplay, and it's all leading up to an orgasm. Um, well, that's, it's not quite how it is for everyone, or at least everyone takes something different from it, and everybody approaches it in a different way. Um, the the convention was about exploring different kinks, and a kink is not necessarily associated with um, an explicit sexual act. It's just the act of being submissive, the act of being, um, you know, a, a dominating figure. Um, so that is
0: uh exciting yeah okay. well
1: it was it was sort of it was just interesting going in uh going into it with with my mindset and being very wrong and and being educated
0: don't you don't you think what did you have a lot of like um it sounds like you got a stern talking to by a couple of uh, <laughs> p- uh, p- uh members of the community that you weren't understanding or something you
1: would think that but no no that's not the case at all this, this okay. I, I pulled all of this from context okay um so I, I, maybe we could start from the beginning if we're gonna discuss the whole convention in this open forum style. Um, first off, it took place in Baltimore. Um, and when you hear Baltimore, you know, when you hear about somebody going to Baltimore, visiting Baltimore,
3: what's your first reaction? It's already a huge red flag. It's like they're, <laughs> they're, they're getting into trouble.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where, if you there's a weird convention, that's where it happens though, on the East Coast. Because I was in Baltimore, I think like two years ago from moonrise or maybe three years ago. And we went to the inner Harbor and there was a brony convention, (laughs) which, which some might argue is a kink itself. Um, Oh, it is. Oh yeah. Which bronies for those who are unaware is just a, a group of adult men usually, but there were definitely women there, uh, who, who basically cult follow the show, my little pony and everything surrounding it. Um, there's some sort of sexual sexual gratification tied in there and i still don't know what it is and i'm not going to try and understand but they were just sounds walking.
1: like a furries thing if it's going Yeah, be but it's
0: it's not about like just straight up banging each other it's just about like the show and loving the show and being obsessed with it I don't really know. Um but they were all walking around the inner harbor uh eh. Yeah, just when you had like... just said
1: "weird convention," I, I like didn't even know what you mean because I wouldn't call this a weird convention. It was just rather specific. But okay, I, I think that is kind of wait.
0: Pause. Okay, <laughs> of the two n- uh, other audience members, would you consider it a weird convention?
2: Well, for- when I think of a convention, I think of like a trade show. Where I mean it working in cybersecurity, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to some professionals in that field, and there might be like a happy hour afterward, and it's just like, you know, a conference type of feel. Um and then that's one group, and then the other group I think of something like Comic Con. And I would mm-hmm. consider this not to be in either of those sort of categories.
1: Well I, think- I, I kind of disagree because when you brought up Comic Con that to me is in the same realm as like a train show or a gun convention where you have vendors, you have workshops and and people talking about it. And it's just a hobby. It's a discipline. It's an interest. And I think the same exact thing can be said for this BDSM convention I went to.
0: Yes, but the the point is, it's a weird subject matter. It's not trains. Also, (laughs) it takes
3: it one step farther. Imagine if you went to the gun convention and then after, you know, at <laughs> night, people started shooting each other, right? That's sort of, like, <laughs> what this is. Oh, no.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like, sex. hey, I want to
3: test out yeah. my new Kevlar vest. Like, hey, take <laughs> out
2: that yeah, take your Magnum up to my hotel room, and uh, we'll just see what happens.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Maybe, maybe I'll give you that one. That's fair. But I, I don't think it's as... I don't think we should call it as weird as as you guys are initially making it out to be because it's just about sex. We all like sex. We're all passionate about sex.
0: You literally started off the show by arguing it was not about sex at all, and that's how you were wrong. And it was actually about BDSM and, like, sex is, like, tied into that, but it's not really about sex. It's about
1: kinks kinks and
0: fetishes and whatever.
1: Maybe I misrepresented it because it is part of sort of the best of both worlds.
0: Okay, but so it's, it's not like things. explicitly
1: like sex coitus convention. Um, more than anything, I think it's, it's a convention sort of providing um, a, a completely judge free accepting environment for people who want to explore different facets of their sexuality, Ooh. one of which being um, their kinks, their fetishes, which might not be directly tied to sexual gratification and so and that's kind of a long-winded winded way of describing it and that's my own way of describing it so
0: okay I have the some... website the website oh, says
3: imagine a vacation where you can explore the many facets of sexuality in a private intimate community of like-minded individuals
1: yeah that I, I guess that's that's a pretty good way of saying it but i guess i i really more than anything i wanted to start off by underscoring um what i observed about the difference between you know, k- kinks are kinks and sex and sex, and they definitely, like a Venn diagram, meet up in the middle, but they don't necessarily have to.
0: Are there anything, any sort of, I guess, fetishes you experienced this weekend, where the fetish act like the people who are really into it were not getting even aroused by it, if that makes sense?
1: Uh, well, it's sort of difficult to answer because I'm not obviously you don't.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just but by, by your best ability.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe I'd like to sort of take a step back and, and maybe contextualize the, the weekend before I, I go into that much detail. Cause that'll, that'll be talking about one specific aspect, one specific activity where, where maybe we'd like to conceptual, contextualize, conceptualize. <laughs> <laughs> that was Freudian definitely a Freudian pronounce. slip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, conceptualize the, the weekend as a whole. Um, if, if if you don't mind me sort of going off the rails real quick, give.
0: Well, are you going to give like a big overview?
1: Um, that... No, it's it's open to questions. Like, I don't want to just sit here talking, talking for five minutes, but I do want to talk about like the the different aspects of the convention and what I did and where I stayed and whatnot.
0: Okay, well, let's just start Before with Friday. With Friday, what happened Friday? And and while you're describing, I guess, Friday, describe also like try and give us like a sense of what you like. Your sort of like epiphanies you had, like yeah, and sort of like the 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 strange and abnormal. Like I know it said a a, a, a this was. I'm a, still
1: laughing at conceptualized. I can't get over that.
0: <laughs> I I know the website says it was a judge-free environment, but I want you to be as judgy as possible. I want you to like, I don't know, like I for example, you know, I heard something about kilts. You might want to touch upon the kilt.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I will happily describe it, but I, I have no interest in in judging any of these people in a negative manner.
0: Well, that's not what I mean. I just mean like, uh, will you? Okay, well, like for example, no, uh, just just go. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay,
1: you got it. Um, so I drove up to Baltimore from Norfolk, Virginia, which was sort of an adventure in itself. Um, Man, that that was a ridiculously long drive. And it, and it set me up perfectly for the convention because I was already totally sweaty. I was, I was ready to go. I was in that hotel room. And after sitting in that car for six hours, I was ready for some action. Um, and so that was, you know, one of these moments where it, it wasn't quite what I was expecting. Um, I, I remember so vividly. I parked my car in the garage and I walked upstairs to the hotel lobby and the lobby was I would say it's it's like seventy percent sitting area, thirty percent bar, and it was totally packed with some really funky looking characters. Um, and so I I, just, I feel really silly for not going in with the proper expectations for a convention. I, I didn't prepare properly.
0: What what were you what were they wearing that made them? Yes.
1: Seem... So so really, what I'm trying to say is that what I expected was that you know being a, a convention about you know, different facets of sexuality, which we all experience, um, it, it would be sort of a snapshot of everyday demographics. Like if you take like any given customers in a Walmart over 18 and put them in this hotel, that's what it would look like. Um, but that's not at all what it was like. Um, everybody was, was dressed up in some kind of, I'm not quite sure what the word I'm looking for is. It's not flamboyant, but they're, they're all in, in, in a, sort of gimmicky gimmicky dress whether it's like a graphic tee with a funny slogan on it or um, you know like all black Body suits, animal suits, and I, I will say I, I did not expect expect to see a single kilt this weekend. But I, I'm not joking when I say the ratio of men wearing pants to men wearing kilts was five to one, which is, is like ridiculous in my mind. I, I like I just it's like I saw one kilt and I was like, oh hey, that's pretty cool. He's, he's probably got nothing on under there. And then like like within thirty seconds, I saw like five or ten more kilts. So it was it was ridiculous.
0: Did you, Did you ever find out the reason why there were yeah, so what, many kilts? What's with the kilts?
1: Um, okay. So I didn't talk to anybody about their kilts. Um, the, the, the only explanation I can give you is that it really is a judge free zone where you're encouraged to be who you are and do what you want to do, express yourself and present yourself, um, in whichever way makes you most excited and comfortable. And for a lot of people that's kilts, apparently I had no idea.
2: So when you say kilt, are you referring to like a very stereotypical Scottish, like plaid, looking garment or are you using it more in the sense like how someone
1: would describe a skirt if it was being worn by a woman well i didn't contextualize it a little bit yeah i didn't see any plaid um but they they were like make no mistake they were kilts like there was there was no two ways about it
0: they were like they were like like, uh folded or whatever yeah
1: yeah Uh, yeah, i don't don't know what you would call that like sort of frilly were they
0: mostly black
1: um
0: what color were they
1: yeah, they were sort of sort of like muted conservative tones for sure, like that's black weird. and brown and, and stuff okay. like that. And I will tell you that in some of the vendor shops, they were I, I noticed some kilts on sale, so that has something to do with it. I don't know, maybe it's ease of access of the genitals. I, I do not know, but um,
0: I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like yeah. a quick a quick in and out maneuver. But it, <laughs> that's sort
1: of contrary to a, a lot of other aspects of of this weekend because because nothing else has anything to do with ease of access and in, in fact it, it might be like the opposite you'd mm. you'd run into people with like their their clothes totally like buckled up in, in sort of like a um, yeah like a, like a submissive containment manner I. I
0: Man, I, I wish votes. I were like more
1: ingrained with the culture just for the sake of this conversation. So are we using the proper terms and stuff? I feel, I feel like I sound like an idiot.
0: Um, I, I honestly, can I be completely honest since we're in a judge free zone?
1: By all means.
0: And I feel like you're going to like get mad at me. <laughs> what? But- what could you possibly be about to say? <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't really respect the people like not not you but like the people who are like really into these kinks and like so much so that they like go to like conventions across the country to like i don't know i think there's something wrong with them can you explain why because i think like no normal person who who thinks rationally would like be like oh yeah i'm gonna go to like six or seven conventions and just be a weird dude in a kilt and like walk around well, keep know. in mind
1: that you and I think we're weird because our preferences are different. But also keep in mind that you know maybe because you think it's weird, it's so important for these people to go to the convention. I'm not.
0: So, I'm not saying it's not important. I'm just saying I, I do think they're
1: there's something wrong with them, as you said. Yeah. No, I I, I totally disagree. I, I think that you know maybe it's it's a little bit more rare than than. Um, than commonplace for these people to have, have interests in being in in masochism and in uh, sadomasochism. Um, And because of that, there can be negative perceptions about the culture. Um, And so it's really important for people who are interested to go to conventions like these, where they can really participate in a judge free environment and find like-minded people without going on Tinder and worry about being harassed and, and being, um, what what can i say persecuted i don't know just because they have these these interests that just while because... they're respectful and, and done in a consensual manner um they they can be seen as other like you're doing like you do
0: okay but but not everything is good like just because like we shouldn't be assholes to people doesn't mean it's like a normal psychologically healthy thing to like only be able to come when you are like about to suffocate for example or like I don't think
1: I'm in a position to say whether that's healthy or not healthy. I, I can understand I would, how I it's would, inconvenient, but I, I don't.
0: I would. say... <laughs> I mean, I I have read like straight up sociology papers on like uh, autoerotic asphyxiation and stuff, um, and it's definitely not healthy. Well, so.
1: it's it's nice to hear four white guys sitting around telling people what, mm. what they should and should not do to get themselves. I'm
0: not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just You're saying. You're just saying, saying it's, it's bizarre. It, it, I'm it saying somebody s- somebody's probably not right in the head if they need that sort of release sexually. Alright, yeah.
1: you were right. I I got mad at you. I'm mad at you. Can we carry on like we didn't have this absurd sidebar? Well, well
0: does anybody disagree? or? Agree I mean, give her it? like, uh, I, I'm I, not saying I think... I'm not saying it's like bad to do it like a couple times but like to be like so to make like, it a lifestyle. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, what would you say about being gay? Being gay, is sort of the same thing, about just de- <laughs> deviating from the norm. So. Like, is that as is that just as incriminating as this? Yeah,
2: what? and maybe I, I, I'm just kind of surprised here, where I, I don't think I agree with Gifford in that. Like, there are so many facets of growing up as an American in our approach to sexuality, where a lot of time there are these certain. Not boundaries, but societal and deeply seated religious expectations, even though America is becoming more atheistic about sexuality. And I was kind of joking about this on the last episode where I said, I'm very sex negative, like only with your wife in the missionary position with the lights off to prove that's it. And I, I go both ways. There are probably scenarios like the the particular one you brought up, Gifford, where you're putting yourself in a dangerous place in order to have that sort of sexual release. But at the same time, I think there is, as Alex mentioned, there there is an exploratory aspect uh, to these sort of conventions where if people want to explore those sides of themselves without – being as concerned about uh those deeply seated societal expectations then i personally don't see the issue as long as everybody you know treats each other with respect and it respects consensual boundaries and i think that some of the examples that you brought up just then could could be considered as um as outliers or or whataboutism?
0: Well, I, I I would argue that like uh, first of all, to Drew's point, the gay community thing. There is actually like a pretty big schism that I actually have read about, where um there are like pride parades, and one of one of the aspects of the gay community. And I apologize if I'm sim- oversimplifying this, but is how um the kink community will come to the pride parades, and some. People are okay with that in the community, and others are not. Um, There's a pretty big divide about whether they should be considered part of the community. Another thing I would just want to argue is like, again, not. Most things are fine. But, like, for example, I, I want to ask everybody this. Um, if you're familiar with the video One Man, One Jar and Don't
1: Yes, it, yes. That, right. that's,
0: that's definitely a, a kink. Would, would you argue that that, uh, that man does not That have was an fin- accident.
1: That was not a kink.
0: It's not an accident. That was an I, accident. I read a whole Reddit um, interview with, with him. And he, he had been doing it many, not, not to no. that extent. Yeah, that's like no, calling Mr. No, Hands an no. accident.
1: Mr. Hands was
2: not an
0: accident. He was trying to crush that glass Bro, jar.
1: My whole life is subject to question now. I can't believe uh, that he would need uh, to do that.
0: All I'm saying is like, you know, people like, and I've seen videos of people inserting things in, uh I'll just say the, the pee hole for pleasure.
1: Yeah, do that, you, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There was some paraphernalia associated with that uh, that the vendors were selling.
0: Okay, but like, how, how, to the point where it like damages you? Like that can't be good, that can't be healthy to yeah, do that. Yeah, damaging
1: someone is not healthy. That's why perhaps another reason why conventions like these exist so that you have workshops. Um, many workshops and forums talking about the safest way to do this while still the safest impossible. way
0: to do something that is still not natural or good for you like you know what i mean it's like this is the safest right. G- way
1: to... I, i'm not going to entertain this anymore if you want to if you want to talk about this fine but i i, I want to talk about other stuff
0: well i'm you're not the only person on the podcast
1: you're right that's why what? i said that i would the, not participate if you okay with.
0: then don't then don't just just stop talking if you don't want to participate i would but like the the safest way to, to, <laughs> swallow, on to swallow a sword like Okay, the safest way to ice skate naked. You, like, just because it's... Yeah, obviously it makes it safer, but it doesn't make it good. I don't know.
2: Yeah, the safest way to have your testicles crushed by a stiletto heel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, anyway. alright We'll get off this now since Alex is being upset. Um, what's, what happened after you saw the kilts, Alex? <laughs>
1: um. Sorry for being whiny and intolerant, but you do make it kind of easy. Um, okay, the first thing that Cal happened 4. after I saw the kilts was I checked into my hotel room. <laughs> um, Wait, what
3: was what was that like? I, what, was it like, uh, oh, it's uh, good to see you, Mister McAllister, or, or were they like, oh, another <laughs> another oh, no. deviant here to? Ruined my life. Like, what were the hotel employees like? Yeah, were they I actually have a lot business, to say about that. They, Were they fearful?
1: No, it, it was not quite either, and it was actually kind of tough to gauge. So I, I'll start this out by saying, at first, what I noticed of all of the convention attendees was that the, the vast majority of them were white, and. Every single hotel employee I saw was black. And so th- there was already sort of an unspoken contrast right there, even if like, you know, the hotel employees were not there to explore their kinks. Uh, regardless, there, were, there, were, there was more to it than that. Um, but while I was checking in, um, a lady walked right behind me wearing a T-shirt and shorts and then fishnets under the shorts. And And one of the, the ladies behind the desk was like, "What? why do you think she's doing that? Why could she possibly be wearing that? And the the other lady is <laughs> like, you know, sometimes you got to have a little frill with it, you know, you got to have a little flair. And, and it was like some hotel employees were like, sort of uh, it, like interested and and um, no, I was like not not passionate passionate about it, but but like boosting people up. And, and some of them were like, oh man, what am I getting paid to do? And I will tell you that when I checked into the hotel, the the lady behind the desk made it very clear. She was like, we will not be entering your room to clean your rooms this weekend. If you need something, come down here and talk to us about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that sort of set the tone for most of the weekend. I, I can't think of, of any situation where a hotel employee engaged one of um the convention attendees uh, about anything re- regarding the convention, what they were wearing, anything like that. They were sort of standing back and, and standing by, waiting for you know so, somebody to come up to them <laughs> and talk about. Stand
0: them.
3: back, and stand stand by.
1: Back and stand <laughs> by.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: um, Alex, whatever. Move past it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they were convention-specific the spaces of. like. Um, like the ballroom in the different workshop rooms, they were separated from the hotel lobby and the, the elevator areas by like a, a big black curtain being, being put up. Um, and so no um, hotel employee was in the actual convention space for the entire weekend, as far as I could tell. Um, so there, they there, yeah, it was like totally separate. I, I, that was like probably the biggest thing I was wondering going into this was like, they're, they're, we rented out the entire hotel as a convention, And so, like, you know, they're not going to be any... Unsuspecting customers popping in there, but the So there was place. no like
2: family like going to see <laughs> Fort McHenry or something with like a three and a five year old, like, mommy, mommy, why are those people wearing a leather mask? None of that sort of well, thing. Well, you guys
3: had the whole hotel, right? You rented out the whole thing.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So there, there were no families popping in. No, there was nothing like that. And I actually, I will say that they were a little bit secretive about it. Like, Drew, if you're on the website, you can tell that you can't tell where the convention took place. They didn't.
3: That's right. They don't, they only give you the hotel tell once you sign up.
1: And they sort of, during the orientation that I went to, they gave us instructions. Um, It it must be some kind of an unspoken rule. I was talking to Jess about this yesterday, where like it's not a rule that you can't tell anybody what we're doing, but at the orientation, this guy said, Yeah, and if anybody happens to be in the hotel lobby and asks what's going on here, you know, my joke is like, Oh, it's a motorcycle convention, haha. <laughs> but, you know, remember what, <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So, you know, if you want to tell them it's yeah. not their business, you can tell them. And so it, it seems like they, they, um, it, it's probably trauma related. Like, they, they don't want people. Like even to a worse extent than Gifford, who who are highly intolerant about the situation, understanding what's going on and and maybe trying to talk to them about it, dissuade them from it, or take action. Um, I I just didn't expect that. I because I you know as a as a white guy with fewer inhibitions than most, I would like be be totally like I am right now, flaunting what I did, and and that's that's sort of not what um, the convention's about at all. Um, It's it's a it's community. It might not be a tight knit community, but it's a community about acceptance and and protecting your beliefs from prejudice. Yeah. So like
3: they wouldn't want someone going to the convention, and then going on a podcast to talk about it.
1: You know, I, I, I do wonder about that. Like I, I literally, I have no idea. Like, I, I, There, there were some like terms and conditions and, and talking to other people about what we saw was, it's not like, like disbarred. It's, it's just, like sort of uh yeah like an unspoken rule alex
2: signed in Indiana. he's shaking in his boots right now like oh can i say that right now man like are they gonna hear it i'm actually
1: (laughs) wearing fuzzy monster claw slippers
2: I, i
0: know that somebody listening to this is already more mad at me than alex is so um if you like one there's gotta be somebody who's in the community who's like 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 cursing me um so if you are i encourage you to reach out to me and like beat my ass they're going to be
2: on the BDSM subreddit later just like I dealt with the most irrational, <laughs> most sex negative person I've ever heard in my life.
0: Yeah, but I apologize to anybody. Even I don't really care about pissing Alex off and he knows that, but I do care about pissing off my listeners. So,
1: it's funny that I care more and more about pissing you off as the years go by. There, there was like some kind of like a reverse bell curve. Where like I, I was like I was like you know you and I were like really tight knit and then I was like oh Gifford's been kind of a bitch lately and then I started like deliberately pissing you off and now we're we're on the the end of that.
0: Dude, I think it's more of a cycle.
1: A cyclone of Alex.
0: Um. Anyway. Okay. Alex. Uh. So explain like the layout. Like you you mentioned the playroom and some other room. Like how how are those rooms? How do they function and where are they located?
1: Yeah. Okay. So first I'll say that this this hotel. Um, it, it, was, it was it was crucial that they rented it out and um, for no other reason than there were so many people at this convention that every single time I went into the elevator to go to and from my room and my friends' rooms, um, like, like, holy shit, the elevators were packed every single time. No matter what time of day, no matter, w- like, what floor we were going to, every single elevator was, like, wildly packed. And so bottom floor, like, main floor, um, that was... Convention space. So there were several different workshop rooms, several different vendor rooms, um, and the main ballroom, which was separated in, into a, a few different sections. <laughs> the ballroom. The <laughs> ha ha. And I don't remember what their term was. It. I called it the playroom at first, and, and one of my friends was like, oh, it's actually the play space or the toy. Or, oh, Christ. I don't remember. <laughs> but, um,
2: so the pedantic counter was out pedantic.
1: oh man um anyway actually that was one of the most fun parts of the weekend was that these people are so friendly and and kind and they want to talk to other people so every time you got into the elevator you had a conversation with someone you'd walk into the elevator say hey everybody what's up and everybody like hey what's up and like i met one guy who had he, he was like sort of one of the less quirky looking people. He was just wearing a normal jacket, but his jacket was like lighting up. And I was like, what, what, what's going on with your jacket? He says, oh, those are the uh, the battery lights. This thing is, uh, it's it's a self-warming jacket. Uh, nice. That has nothing to do with sex. It was just an- He just wanted to stay right? warm. Yeah, I've yeah. seen this before. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I talked to, to several different people. Like there's this one moment where I was going up from Jess and I's room to, to our friend's room. Um, and so I took the elevator up and i brought my guitar and a big bottle of whiskey and uh, there were several people in there like oh where's the party let's go we were we were just sort of talking about what we were doing that evening pretty much every single elevator ride was like that and so um, that that's one really great part of the community is that you know one, once you're in that inclusive space everybody's kind friendly and just happy to talk to you about anything and everything nice it's cuz they're undressing you in their mind see it's not because of that. And that's why I put my disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. It, it's, it's not as sexualized as I was, ex- would have expected. And, and maybe when we talk about the playroom aspect of it, we can sort of somehow break down how there were so many naked people doing, you know, touching each other's bodies. And it wasn't sort of sexual in, in the the way that I would have thought of it. To be. Um,
0: so, uh, was, were there any, did you hear of any rumors of like, oh, like, uh, Big Motor Mike is is having like a, a only only butts only butts only male butts party uh, at seven six three. Yeah, was his, it like a
3: groupie a me for the for the convention? Were, were there like I'm sure a, there were
0: several, but I wasn't a part of that. unsanctioned <laughs> like, like like sex parties in certain people's hotels. Yeah, like
1: certainly, of course there were. Like I I was at the the one workshop that I happened to go to. Uh, the the workshop lady was sort of alluding to some fun she had had in her hotel room night with a few of the people she was using to to demonstrate the um, it was a and oh Christ what is, now I've forgotten the term it's like e- electro play or something oh nice um, so yeah she was wow. demonstrating that and she was sort of talking about the things that they had done in the hotel room the night before um, so there there was like there was stuff going on obviously but like the main thing <laughs> was the, the the ballroom area the play space. Um, was, was one wild spot.
0: Um, were there, okay. My, my other question was, you mentioned the demographics and how they weren't what you expected. You mentioned the kilts, but are you uh, willing to give us just a makeup of, um, age range, male to female (laughs) ratio, or I guess, uh, presenting as male versus presenting as female ratio
1: or Men. non-binary. Yeah, I, I actually, or, I'm glad you brought this up because I, I had wanted to go <clears> into this when I mentioned what I initially perceived after walking in. Um, they, they, they wasn't all white people like I had initially thought it out to be. Like the the second day of the convention, there was a, a like a black-only mixer and, and there were plenty of people in the room. I had walked by it and there was a, a queer-only mixer and a, and a pansexual mixer. So there, you know, sort of a, all, a bunch of different demographics. It just was not white people. But as far as age range, um, I will say that I saw more middle-aged people than any other demographic. Um, and I, I saw a lot more overweight people than I would have expected. Like the, it's similar to like the kilts to normal pants, like the overweight. How many, how many pants. did
0: you expect and how many did you see?
1: I, 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 like I said, like what I expected was like what I would see when I walk into a Walmart. And so.
0: Okay. So I expect a lot of overweight people when I walk into a Walmart.
1: Um, Okay, well, uh, maybe you wouldn't have been so surprised, I guess. Uh, what,
0: what what was the ratio like? Sixty percent, and seventy percent?
1: No, I you know maybe I sort of got a little big for my britches when I when I brought that up because I maybe I don't I don't know or maybe I was hyper aware of it because some people were like more wearing more revealing clothes. I, would I it know.
0: be would it be unfair to say you were kind of expecting sort of to walk in and it was going to be like. Like eighteen to thirty-five year olds and they were all gonna be they were all gonna be pretty hot and it was mostly gonna be women.
1: Um okay, no. Um that that, that wouldn't be quite fair, but it also wouldn't be quite far off. Like I, I will say that I, I kind of went into this looking for like, you know, I, I went with my girlfriend. We we were gonna have fun and, and explore and, and we did, but I went into this looking to see some titties. Um <laughs> and there were very few people um at those convention who who I was attracted to just based on looks off the bat. And I, I think I kind of like to leave it at that before I put my foot in my mouth.
0: Okay. I mean it it's a safe space nobody even knows who you are on here. Like hey, you're I'm just Alex. You're Hello. just Alex, you know. There's plenty of them. Yeah, that's um, true. We're they're bunch. not going to send like the the John Wick of the sex people after well, yeah, you. Yeah,
1: I I just didn't I didn't mean that like people were going to come after <laughs> me. I I I meant that I I didn't want to be accidentally hurtful.
0: I mean, you should I,
1: be purposely hurt. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> the point is, I don't know. Um,
1: I, I I had a point, and I, I completely lost it. We were talking about demographics.
0: Oh, men to women, or you, you know what I mean? Oh I mean, yeah,
1: it's it seemed like um, as far as people who appear to identify as male, female, and non-binary, it was it would be probably like um, I don't know, it probably evenly split men and women. Um, maybe a few more men possibly because that what I noticed was most most people who appear to be women who were there like had were part of a group of mm. or like in some kind of uh parent partnership. Um gotcha. and there there were there were plenty of uh you know lovely non binaries spr- sprinkled in there as well.
0: Cool.
2: You know that's funny because I thought you said that when you walked in the Ratio of people who appeared to identify as men versus the ratio of women was like thirty to one.
1: No, I, that is not what I said. I um, that like, is exactly a, what attractive to like, not attractive. Quote. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's
0: was only one in every thirty people was attractive.
1: As far yeah. as I'm concerned, yeah, yeah. And you know, Jess was number one, baby. Nice.
0: <laughs> you know, you I can bleep that. Like, we don't have to put her name on here. I don't know if she cares.
1: Uh, I don't think so, and I've certainly mentioned her in other episodes. Okay,
0: no worries. Um, I'm Sorry, this Jess. To her boss. No, it's okay. I just like I just don't want to, don't want to identify people who don't want to be identified. You just said
1: that I, I'm sharing my name here, and I'm still not identified. You got to pick a lane. Well, that's
0: true. That's true. Okay. Well, never mind. Um, <clears throat> okay. I don't. I don't have any questions right now. Does anybody else? So
2: I feel like we got a little off track. Um, So you checked into the hotel. What happened next?
1: Well, then I went into my room and I unpacked my bags. I put my clothes in the dresser and, um, you know, I put my toiletries on the sink area. Um, I think I had a shower because I was a little sweaty from the drive. Okay. Um, Certainly had a bowel movement. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just (laughs) making fun. Um, Jess's friends arrived shortly after that. So, we hung out, did this and that. We we went to dinner, um, and I, I was like I, I sort of wanted to remain buzzed for most of this weekend, so I had brought a big bottle of whiskey and my flask, and I brought this flask with me with me everywhere that Friday night, and so I, I think I started drinking around four, and so I, I was I was always going. So at dinner, you know, I, I had drinks, and so I, I, w- I will say that as the evening progressed, I, I was like way way more agreeable. And I was like definitely in in like an excitable state. I was ready, ready to have some fun. So Um, you were whining and dining yourself. You know I was, buddy. Um, So we finished up dinner, went back to the hotel. um, And if I remember correctly, um, maybe, shoot, the the night is in like little slices of like hanging out in the room, hanging out in the playroom, hanging out in the lobby, hanging out in the playroom, hanging out in the room, hanging out in the playroom. Um, I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but basically, the the girl the girls in our group got sort of dressed up um, like most of them wore what I would describe as like one piece bathing suit but lingerie version where it was sort of like nice. frilly with like nice. see through nice. bits and whatnot um, and it was a big rule at the hotel even though we rented it out you had to be like quote street legal unquote in the like the non um convention parts of the hotel like the the parts that were on the other side of that black curtain i mentioned to you guys Um, so they they wore those those one-piece suits and then they wore like like jeans or or pants on the bottom much to my dismay um so man i just i will never forget no matter how drunk i was walking into the playroom the first time and seeing the dj in the back with the speakers bumping and then looking around and it, it just wasn't like an empty ballroom where people were on the floor having sex it it was like there were like tools and furniture and and stuff everywhere like um drew can you look this up for me like a they had some kind of cross but not like a normal cross like i think they called it a saint james cross. it's the sex thing oh Um, i know
0: i know what that is yeah
1: it's not like you'd crucify it's like an x it is an x yeah
3: i see it x X cross an x cross. cross
1: yeah so there were there were like a bunch of those um, there was a, a like a, a little maybe like a, a six by ten f- chain link fence area where there were some people like like wrestling or getting rough with each other. Um, there were a bunch of massage tables. There were wrestling. Saint Andrew's Cross. Sorry. Um, a bunch of massage tables. Um, there, there were like oh, like like a like a myriad of different furniture that I, I, I could not name. Like different like sort of like furniture that was was just produced for sex. And so.
0: Were people allowed to use all of it? Like. If they wanted to, as far as I could tell, yes,
1: and and there was like a, a lot of scaffolding sort of in the middle of the room where people would get tied up and suspended. And
0: this and seems a, like kind of dangerous.
1: It, it it was all done in a very safe environment, and the the convention had um, th- their own people, like managers, and oh, like at okay. a laser tag arena, like where they'd have like <laughs> you know people yeah, wearing yeah. the <laughs> neon vests walking around making sure you're not like hitting somebody with your gun um anyway so what these are called are are scenes so each of these pieces of furniture is is like a is a scene going on where you can go and you can watch someone usually dominate another person like i think maybe like i'd probably say like 70 percent of what was going on was somebody was tied up and somebody else was like doing something um to them like like flogging them, whipping them, slapping them, electrocuting them, w- whatever. And were these, then like just, were these
3: like planned beforehand or was it spontaneous?
1: No, yeah, it, it was. I, I wouldn't have been able to answer this if I didn't go to the orientation, but. Or actually, were these
3: like the professionals or just like randos?
1: No, th- these were, yeah, these were randos. Um,
0: okay. Could just, you, like, could you, for example, walk up and like be like, okay, I, want, want to turn and tie your girlfriend to the St. James Cross,
1: St. Andrew's Cross. Sorry, I,
0: I, I, I said that mistake. wrong on purpose. No. <laughs> and, and, and then like, like start going at it.
1: Um. So for most of them, I believe yes. I, I didn't do anything like that.
0: Aww. Um.
1: But for most of them, yes. So that that was like the like two thirds of the ballroom was was that. Um, and I had another point. Oh, okay. What I was saying was that, okay, during the orientation, they they talked about these scenes and they called it playing with someone, um, where you would, you would, before you play with someone, you'd both have a conversation about, um, it, it's, it's like a, a conversation based on consent, which is what you would think would be normal in a situation like this. Like I'm, I would like to tie you up. I would like to spank your bottom with this flog with a bunch of Legos glued to it, which is a thing and it draws blood. Um, and our state board is this, and I'd like to do it for this amount of time. Uh, Are you okay with that? And they'd talk about it, negotiate it, and it it would be cool. But what I think was really interesting... (laughs) Negotiate it. All right, we're going
2: to do it for 20 minutes. How about 15? Uh, I can't really go lower than than 17. All right, 18. It's like a Stars scene.
3: Oh, my God. Best I can do. Yeah, best I can do
1: is 15 minutes with one (laughs) pint of blood loss. Just kidding. It it wasn't like that. but okay, what the the most interesting thing that I learned all weekend is that um, if you're abiding by like best practices for um, kink playing, is that you you set this up beforehand. You talk about what you're going to do, and you can't just spring something different because um, the the submissive person usually is in some kind of a euphoric state where it would be similar to. A drunk person not being able to consent to sex where if you're like flogging someone flogging someone flogging someone and they're sitting there like in some kind of like a, a euphoric state like oh yeah harder um, and then you just like your cock is right in their face then so apparently uh, according to the the orientation presenters that I went to um, you, you just can't do that because they're not in the state of mind where they'd be able to determine whether they want to do that or not and um, and so, hmm. so that was a long one of, se- of answering Drew's question as, as like, wow. is, is this premeditated or not? Yeah, it, it is very premeditated, or at least if you're abiding by best practices. One what of what about
0: what about um, people who are subs who uh, can't like the thing that turns them on that gets them in that euphoric state is not knowing what's going to happen like? Well, that sounds s- like an exception. Consensual non-consent, for example.
1: Yes. Well, you you, you, have you have would definitely one. talk about consensual non-consent before you you enter into that scene. You know, you you just it doesn't just start.
0: Yeah, but like what I'm saying is, you have to things that
1: are okay and things that are not.
0: Okay, but obviously, but what I'm saying is, I like I I, I thought that's like how most people who are subs operate is like they they don't really want to know what's gonna come; they want to be surprised.
1: Yeah, like I'm not saying it's scripted, but I'm saying that there is a conversation where someone would say, "These are what I like; these are off the table. Do what you want."
0: Mm, okay. Something like that. That's kind of thought what I thought it was before. We even had this conversation. But, so okay.
1: what we had is two thirds of the ballroom was that what I just described. where We have sort of scenes going on where you could walk around in as many or as few clothes as you wanted and look at all these mostly naked people doing really funky stuff to each other. Um, and then the second third of the ballroom was at the far end. It was sort of a raised part. Oh, um, nice. And that was where there were a bunch of beanbags and beds and, and other sex furniture and people were just having sex. And so um, it was it it wasn't quite an orgy because everyone was sort of like acting like on an island. Um, Andrew. (sighs) Ow. Um, (laughs) What was that? (laughs) ATV. Okay. Um, Yeah, there, there were like there were groups of people um having sex with each other or at least you know maybe a couple people having sex one person masturbating everybody watching but it was not like one big floor where everybody was participating with each other so jess and i went up there a couple times and and had our fun um like we put a sheet down and and um there was there was there was like a table where like there was a bunch of condoms and loot andrew fix (laughs) your shit oh man Um, like there was, there was a table there with a bunch of condoms, a bunch of lube. You could, there were sheets that you could put down and like bins for your dirty linens and and a bunch of other stuff. Um, so that was really exciting. Dirty
0: linens. Oh, like you had to change the sheets once you were done? Yeah,
1: you put the sheets on, you have sex, you take the sheets off. Uh, That's all there is to it.
0: Did they have like a big pile of unused sheets for you to like take? Yes. Each, okay, cool.
1: Um, and Damn, it those was, poor
0: hotel workers, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was that or the laundry. Dealing I did with know. radioactive sheets. Um, but... Dude, what is no, going on? Andrew.
0: Andrew, fix your microphone.
1: That was oh. not, that broke my ears. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but just as much fun as it was to, to walk around the first two thirds of the ballroom watching these scenes, it was also fun to sort of walk around watching people have sex. It was, it was I've never done anything like that before, and it was a really unique experience. And that, that was what I was most expecting to take away from the weekend.
0: Here, let me, let me try. Um, oh, I can't do it. Andrew, try leaving and coming back, I guess. Okay. This is a mess. <sighs> um okay what what let me think what else what else it, it was
1: really funny like while jess and i were were fooling around and doing our thing or even while i was just walking around like I, i'd be like very clearly like looking at people watching them have sex and they'd look right back at me and like smile like this is oh was, this was part of what, what they got do? from it no i like smiled right back and you know what while ah. jess and i were having sex like i'd like look around and i see somebody like stripping on a pole and i'd be like oh that's that's nice and then i'd like look to my left and there was this like like couple of 70 year olds having sex and and they like, like very clearly wanted me to watch them. And I was like, okay, that's not quite what I'm looking for, but thank you. Um, it was, it was really funky. I've never been in a situation like that before. And it's, it's not something that I I, like go seek, seek out regularly, but I'm glad I did it just for the sake of its, its uh, uniqueness.
0: Are you going to be going again before the next one to like a different one? No, I, I don't think so. Uh Um, And I don't
1: know if there are so many conventions of of this caliber around that I could actually go to.
3: So wait, what were you went there with Jess, but with other people, too? What were like her friends? Like what were her friends? I mean, I I feel like you're at this place where like it's you and Jess and you're anonymous. You don't know anybody else. But then there were also other people there that you knew. (laughs) Yeah. And actually one of them ran into someone from work.
0: And they oh, didn't, my they like, oh my God! Oh my gosh! It was crazy! Oh my gosh! I'm so glad I asked. Wait, wait what? <laughs> I what? Right there. Andrew's would, back. Let's go. No. I would
1: commit hari kari right there. I'd cut my guts <laughs> out of it's myself. It's like not nearly as dramatic as you guys think it is. Like, or as <laughs> I would have thought it was. Like, they they ran into each other and they just sort of started talking. And I, I like walked up and I was like, "Oh, is this one of your other friends?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is this is my buddy from work. This is him." And,
3: and they said, "Yeah, this we've been naked all of this."
1: No, this was not naked. We we were clothed <laughs> for this part. It was right outside of the playroom, but. We just don't walk around the playroom naked. Like, I, I took my clothes off to have sex. Otherwise, I had pants and a shirt on.
0: Did you take all your clothes off, or did you, like, leave, like, your socks on or something? Like- no,
1: I, I can't. Uh, I do not enjoy. Oh, actually, I deliberately wore loafers this weekend so that I wouldn't have to worry about socks. I never leave socks on for sex. It's a weird thing for me. Um, okay. I took all my clothes off. But a- anyway, he. This um, our friend was, was talking to somebody from work and they were just sort of talking about how, how often they had had or how many years they'd been coming to this, what they liked to do, whatever. And then they walked away and I was like, Oh, that's so funny. You, you plan to meet up with this guy. And, and he was like, no, I, I literally had no idea that he was coming. And I was like, Oh, that wasn't awkward at all. He's like, yeah, you know, it, it's a pretty uh, welcoming environment.
0: Cool. Mm. I like that.
1: It's positive. It, it was really nice. Yeah.
0: Did you, okay. I, Alex, I gotta ask and you can be like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Were, <laughs> did you do anything with anybody besides Jess?
1: Um, we we did, certainly was
0: was the deal sealed in the one thing we always talk about in the group. Me.
3: <laughs> no, no there,
0: there, there was, there was no, was reason, there, there was no Nothing like water. that. Um, we
1: we it would like it would have happened if it were if it like if it didn't require a lot of work and conversation from our part. Like if it happened organically in the moment, we would have been like both totally fine and happy with it. Hmm. But just because of like sort of the newness of everything that was happening with us. I, I felt kind of overstimulated with, with new information. I didn't want to put in the work into finding like another person or another couple to, to participate in sex with us. And nice. I, 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 haven't talked with Jess about it in just this specific way, but I assume it's the same with, with her. Cause we, gotcha. we both expressed interest in, in like a threesome or, or something more like that, but it just sort of never happened. If that makes sense.
0: Hmm. Um. I had another question. Oh, yeah. COVID. How are the masks? Oh, God. How How did I not bring this up?
1: Yo, dude, they were like the tightest buttholes about COVID there that I've ever seen in my entire life. That's
3: crazy. I know. I
1: know. It's like over. Like over 75% of the U.S. is like immune to Omicron now. But they were so serious about it. Like in the orientation, they talked about if you go into the playroom, if you're not actively taking a dick in the mouth or something like that, keep your
3: mask on. (laughs)
0: Sorry, that's just a funny way to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> and did
3: people observe Oh these yeah, you know, you really Oh my god, Drew, really They were the so serious risk.
1: about it. And and just made me take it like ridiculously seriously as well. Because, you know, out of respect for everybody else who I don't know who have covid anxiety or, or something to the, of that nature. I'm sure that's a thing.
2: Um, Why would you go to a BDSM convention with covid anxiety? No offense, but... <laughs> Man, and, and the
0: like,
1: it was exactly like I described. There was no room to
2: in That's like this girl elevators. who
1: was afraid of horses I knew that had her birthday at a horse race.
0: God damn it, Andrew. What is wrong with your microphone?
1: And, and this one really funny moment that like, it just like, blew my mind was that when I was in an elevator, and it, it was oh, almost at capacity, um, and the, the doors opened, and some other people wanted to get in, and they were like, oh, I guess we'll wait for the next one. Because it, it was like – there were like three people and there was only room for two or something like that. And the door was closed and this one lady was like, yeah, haha, I'm an – like I'm in, in – uh, Christ, what can I say? I'm an immunologist. Like, ha, that would not be okay. Like, you're in a room. It's it's like a five-by-five five elevator and there are ten of us in here. What, what, what do you want? And so it was just a lot of that. And so hmm. maybe this isn't very tolerant of me, but – I I mean, just calm down. the 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 entire thing was maskless, and it drove me nuts. Like as soon as I walked out of my hotel room, I put my mask on, and that's pretty much how it went for most of the convention. You
0: mean the entire thing was mask on, not maskless?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, the the entire thing is mask on.
0: Okay, gotcha. Dang. Any? any, Okay, so like the you know the people who are really interested, who are really waiting for this this uh, episode to come out, right? who there's there uh, several people the fans the fans oh i love... thought you meant,
1: i thought you were like it was like a question that i can answer like you
0: know who's waiting for this no uh, yeah all, all i want to say is what bits of information about the weekend do you want to share with them that you think will i don't know you might not have anything but is there anything you want them to know that will excite them when they hear this
1: um i don't know if how's i could your, quite... your
3: blister healing
1: Oh yeah. Okay. That was like the funniest thing. So, you know, sometimes like when you're watching porn and, and like somebody like a, a guy will, will like not take panties off a girl, but sort of pull them to the side while he has sex with her. Um, I had never tried that before. And I, I was like, Oh, I, that doesn't seem very comfortable. So I, I would always take the panties off. Um, but with Jess's bodysuit, um, or not bodysuit, but like her, what, how did I describe it? The, the one piece bathing suit. Oh, the one piece. Thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, would, it would obviously be more convenient if i could just pull it to the side so so I did and it, it was like it was it was chafing real quick and so then I sort of moved it to the other side and and it was chafing on the other end so my uh, my, my penis is still still pretty red and raw right now
0: uh, nice yeah I, I made
1: it seem like I did that just because I, I had sex like so many times we, yeah which we did but it was it was because of the stupid bodysuit
0: did did you prefer um did you do it in the playroom just because like for the experience or like, were you just like, ah, like I, I kind of feel like it now and we're, we, we, we can't, you know what I mean? Like, was it, Oh, it's just more convenient. Or was there also like an element of doing it in the playroom to experience like the, the idea of people watching you basically.
1: Yeah. I was always excited by the idea of people watching me. So Gifford, if you want to come over, you're welcome to.
0: Um, that's okay. <laughs> no, Maybe but you can send seriously, me that,
1: Um, that, that's true. I, 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 I think I, I might have surprised Jess by this as well. But um, yeah, I went into it with a mindset that if Jess and I are going to play around, we might as well do all of it in the playroom and none of it in the hotel room just because we, we really won't get an experience like this again. So might as well take advantage of it. Dang. And to, to a large extent, that is what we did.
0: Cool. Um,
1: okay, but actually, you, you had asked me if I want to tell these people...
0: Yeah, like, I don't know, like, is there any, like, graphic details you want to share that... Okay, for anybody listening, now is the time to tune out. If, you, if you've if you been on the fence this whole episode, you probably... We've been you want... talking about dirty stuff this whole I know, I'm just saying, like, is, is, are you pro... if you want to raise the bar... You the want pictures...
1: me to, to like, list out all the crazy stuff? No, like I,
0: I just mean, like, if you want to disclose something insane, like, th- that. basically that's going to blow the, the fans, the fans, their mind...
1: I'm sure there's something that I could pretend- say that would shock you guys, but everything I saw there was, was pretty like, expected. how many,
0: how did you see any people walking around with like, like tails?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But sure. But They
0: were attached to,
1: Oh, like
0: butt plugs. I guess. Stuff, I,
1: I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I saw all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, any, anything that you could expect, you know, I, I saw people tied to things being hit. I saw, you know, a woman walking around with some poor guy like down there on his, his hands and knees, licking her high heels. <laughs> I saw everything. I saw anything that you could expect. I saw. I saw. I saw it all. I saw this woman. Wait, wait.
3: Did you did you mean you saw someone that was being walked like they were a dog? Yeah. yeah. Oh sure.
1: Yep. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, yeah, Absolutely. That's... I saw a woman tied to something that looks like a like a like a balance beam that was only four feet long, and this this machine was was oh, nice like putting a dildo in and out of her like at a ridiculous speed. Or no, maybe it was a, a guy with a some kind of a, a screwdriver looking thing or a a drill looking thing put like at a ridiculous speed and she was just sitting there like "Ah!" i saw saw everything i I saw the the craziest shit i saw it all
0: (laughs) how old was that woman
1: um i don't know I, i didn't see her face she was kind of face down
0: uh i wish she was like 100
1: no she was not um i think that most of the the like the significantly older people i saw participating in scenes were men i don't think i noticed many women doing them gotcha I mean, like older women. The, most of a, a lot of the um, the recipients, like the, the submissives, were, were women. Like it was pretty much all women who were suspended or, or to a large extent tied to something, stuff stuff like that. It was it was actually mostly women.
0: Um, is there anything you regret from from
1: um,
0: from not that you didn't do or that you did and you're like, wow, that was I don't like that. I didn't like that.
1: Well, there it was it was that thing like not taking Jess's undergarments off. That was kind of annoying, um, but. <laughs> I think the same goes for Jess and me. We're both like very passively interested in a threesome. Like we don't want to put any work into it, but we don't want to go into it in like a casual manner. And so it's kind of a paradox. We're not like looking for anything like
2: that. I bet one. you if, if we... you
0: just, sorry, if you just held a sign that said we <laughs> want to, you could like literally like field applicants. That's, it would be yeah. super easy. So
1: Gifford, if you want to, you're welcome to, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. Um, but oh. if, if something like that were to happen, it would likely have happened due to a conversation we had this weekend and, and it didn't. So that's not a regret. It's just something that was missed out on. I will actually mention to you though, I, I can't believe I, I forgot to mention this. So that first night in the playroom, it was a lot of fun. Jess and I did all kinds of funky stuff and we saw all kinds of stuff and we were both pretty drunk. The second night we went in the playroom, um, we were both sober and it was like uncomfortable. I was so weirded out by a lot of the stuff and. Maybe not that. I was weirded out by the fact that I wasn't turned on by a lot of the stuff. Like the first night I was looking at boobs and all kinds of like funky stuff going on. And the second night I saw a bunch of people tied to stuff getting hit. And I was like, oh, my God, I was I must have been drunk. Um, and so it, it was a totally different experience. And when I was we sort of had taken a lap and I was like, hey, "You know, I'm kind of ready to go back to the hotel room now. Um, this this woman approached us and was reading my name tag. I think she had recognized me from the elevator earlier because my name tag, it said my name name in convention speak was Danger, and uh, my little tagline said Curved Penis. And so she started talking to me about my curved penis, and she was like, oh, you know, how how curved is it? When did you first notice that it was curved? (laughs) Uh, And then she had two friends, mm -hmm. and they came over, noticed her talking to us, and came over and started talking to us about my penis, and then two more of their friends came over and started talking to us about their penis. And it was like going on and on. And like, mm-hmm. Jess was like kind of into it cause she was like less creeped out about it than I was. But I was like, I put curved penis on my name tag as a joke and they were like sort of talking about it, like actually like wanting to be educated, wanting to understand it. And like at one point this lady was like, so pull it out. Let's, let's see it. And I was like, Oh God, it's so flaccid right now. I I just, I, I think I told her, um, I said it's not in a curved mood right now. And I, 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 like, like very shortly after that, I looked at Jess, who was, like, I think, kind of enjoying the conversation because she was sort of in a different mindset than I was. Um, I was like, hey, Jess, I think our friends are probably looking for us. Let's get the fuck out of here. And then we pretty much went back into our room for the rest of the night. To be
0: honest, yeah. though, Alex, I feel like that's kind of... On you because yeah, um, one hundred percent. Because yeah, you like invited that conversation by using that tagline.
1: This kind of goes full circle to how I opened up the conversation an hour ago, where I I went into this not just with a wrong mindset, like not expecting it to be a community of people who who talk about this stuff, of understanding this stuff. I went into it just sort of expecting to be turned on and look at sex. Nice and and so. When that's the mindset I was in when I put this funny thing on my name tag, whereas they were being like accepting and interested and, and like really wanting to discuss it, which was just mm-hmm. like, like I can only do that for so long. Like the, It was like it was like five plus minutes all about my penis. I was like, oh my
0: God. <laughs> wow. Well, will you be back next year?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I,
0: oh, dang. And
1: I'm sure I, I went into this with that same expectation. I, I went into it just sort of wanting to see what it's about, wanting to try a new experience, that's what my whole life is. My life is a collection of, of funky things I've bought and experiences I've paid for, and this is just another one of them.
0: Okay, last 30 seconds. Anything else you want to add?
1: Well, what do you think is most important that people take away from this episode, and I'll see if I can give it to them. Like, what so, information are, are people looking I, for?
0: I... Uh, y- <sighs> Like what, if anybody has lesson? any
1: good monastery recommendations,
2: uh, I'd like to hear them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you
1: guys are all thinking I need to go back to the church, but I'm going to try all this new stuff I learned on Shire. Just kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another question. Was there any sort of like hint at bestiality uh, besides no, furry no. stuff? Yeah, okay. no, no. <laughs> that's
1: oh that was i'm not i'm not happy that you asked that question alex was at the marriott
2: Marriott
0: express (laughs) oh that's where the.
2: yeah that's where the horses were
0: (laughs) i i don't know man i have no idea this is totally not up my alley so i i was hoping that you had like an important last final word to give everybody
1: well i'll tell you what kifford i'd like to be up your alley next time i see you okay Gif's gonna just start supergluing <laughs> his
2: butthole from now on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 all I got. If you got no more questions, I did have fun mm. and I did experience something totally funky and new, and I feel like a better person and uh, more con- comfortable with my own sexuality because of it.
0: Do you know? Do you know how like bears when they hibernate? Bears the animal, not the, uh, you know, not, not the, the
2: furry uh, person.
0: Not not no not the uh the like gay, the gay. Person. type type. yeah i didn't
1: know that was a thing i've never heard of that. i didn't know, know that
0: either you didn't no okay anyway uh well do you know how bears like hibernate and when they do they like um they eat like a bunch of like grass and mud and like uh other stuff to make like a sort of like a plug to like keep their bowels in like sort of a hibernating state i've
1: never heard that before it's amazing i I wonder
0: i wonder if there's a like sort of a kink where people do the same thing but it's not about sex at all but they just like want to not have a bowel movement for like six weeks
1: i actually yeah sometimes i wonder about what best practices for regular anal sex are for making sure you've got a clean anus like is it is it like laxative constantly or do you put a hose up there and and wash it out
0: probably an enema i would guess you do an enema
2: Interesting. Well, what I was actually, and this actually ties in, I heard... (laughs) Do you you guys know about, like, poppers?
1: Yes. Is it like the little firework things where you throw it on the ground?
2: No. So poppers are like these things they sell at, like, the drugstore. It's, like, alkyl nitrates, this inhalant um, that I think you can buy at, like... I'm pretty um, sure
0: it's a carpet cleaner that people just huff.
2: So they advertise it as, like, leather polish or nail polish remover, but apparently, like... If you take them, like you feel euphoric, but also your butthole kind of widens a little bit. So apparently they're good for
1: anal sex. I think that if you're comfortable and relaxed, you don't need anything to widen your butthole.
0: Oh, people definitely use it, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you got me there.
0: Interesting. You learn something new every day. Okay. I guess we should stop this episode now. Okay, hold on. Alright everybody, thank you so much for listening um, Hopefully my computer microphone is loud enough I don't I forgot my microphone at home But yeah, um, that was the episode uh, Let me know what you thought of it because we definitely went out on a limb for this one um, Pushed the boundaries a little bit So uh, yeah uh, Hopefully we'll have a new episode soon I think we're me and Andrew are going to do our experience at the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.